welcome to the Sweat and Reflect podcast, where we'll break down how life is happening for you, not to you. I'm Meredith, a 30-something former teacher, widow, and life coach who is focused on empowering women to live their best lives no matter what they've experienced in the past. We'll laugh together, cry together, and at the end of the day, grow together. Are you ready to sweat and reflect your way through this crazy thing called life? Okay then, let's go. Hey friend, welcome back. Happy December. Pretty sure the last time we chat, yeah, it was November. And now we are in December. The holidays are upon us. We're in full swing. And I don't know about you, but right now in my life, it is non-breaking stop. Working every day, trying to figure out what the hell to get people for Christmas, um, trying to decorate, trying to stay on top of things, trying to be like present. And it's a lot. It is a lot, a lot, a lot. Um, On top of this, I'm also assessing my anxiety meds. Um, Tried one. Didn't go well. By the end of like two weeks, I was like completely indifferent to a lot of things in my life. Um, And Ryan was one of the main things. that I was just like, meh, (laughs) what's going on here? Um, So I'm now back into trying to figure out like if what who what where when why um an anti-anxiety med is going to work for me um but right now we're just like in an in-between stage like coming down off of the Zoloft um before I try something new so that's where I'm at on top of everything else and I'm sure you are in a very similar situation maybe not like with anxiety meds but um with the holiday season, travel, work, commitments, all the things. Um, And while we could do like a whole episode on that, I had a conversation with my EMDR therapist um, on Monday. And, you know, we're really trying to like figure out where a lot of my perfectionism, I mean, like perfectionism, real unrealistic expectations on some level like where this is all coming from and we were talking about my excuse me like desire to get back into a morning routine how it's been something I've been talking to my therapist like my weekly therapist about um my OG therapist and you know like how much better I just feel like when I get up when I have that time to myself really before like anyone else is awake, right? Ryan, the dogs, the rest of the world. Um, And, you know, we're talking about my routine and how it involves like working out, how at one point it was like super specific with 10 minutes of reading, journaling, all of these things. And she posed this question to me and I haven't been able to get it out of my head. I mean, granted, it's only been like, well, not the time of this recording, 24 hours, but it's something that I desperately need to answer. And I figured if you were anything like me, right, if you've been listening to the podcast, if you're an Enneagram too, if you have perfectionist tendencies, if you just expect more of yourself, this is a question for you as well. What she asked me to do is examine why my productivity is connected to, attributed to my self-worth. So in other words, she asked me, why do I base my self-worth 
off of my level of productivity. In this case, specifically like my morning routine. And it shook me. That question has just like really been reverberating um, throughout my body and my mind since then. And I wanted to bring this up to you because again, if you're like me, you are very possibly attributing your self-worth to productivity, to achievements, to an an expectation that honestly just may not be serving you. And I wanted you to be able to sit with that. And again, I know that right now you've got a lot of other things on your mind, right? Um, You have to be in a million and one places. You are trying to show up for everyone. You're trying to show up for yourself. And the last thing you need me doing is getting in your head and asking you what you're doing or what you're attributing your self-worth to. But honestly, there's no better time than now. I mean, we're getting, we're in a super reflective season, right? Where everything just seems, I mean, aside from the stress, like better and brighter and magical. And then we're going into, right, the continuation of that where it's reflective and we think about what we want our New Year's resolutions to be and how we want the next year to start and how we want to feel going into the new year and all of these things. And so I want you to really sit with yourself and ask yourself, like, what do you attribute to your self-worth? Like, what do you think equates self-worth? I know from having several friends who are Enneagram 3s, you're really probably attributing your self-worth to your achievements, right? Like, what accolades are you collecting? What degrees are you collecting? What ranks in your career are you collecting? And there's nothing wrong with that, right? It's so good to have goals and to want more for yourself. But are you pushing yourself down a path where you are chasing these things because only then will you be worthy? Only then will you be worthy of self-expression, of self-growth, self-love, the ability to be loved by others and to receive that love, right? If you are an Enneagram 7, are you attributing your growth to to having adventures and to being the most fun, right? And to almost like leaning in to all of the different components of your Enneagram, right? Where you're kind of lighting up the room and you're bouncing from idea to idea and on some level I'm not an Enneagram 7 but maybe it's you know how can I be at the forefront of other people's minds again going back to being an Enneagram 2 right we are the helper we are the people pleasers we are unwilling to ask for help And as a result, as I'm finding, my 
self-worth is attributed to what I'm getting done. And now as I sit here and think, you know, there were so many moments during teaching where I just felt like if only I could be like the other teachers and I could just be like as productive as them with their like rigorous, you know, um, not only teaching schedules, but how often they were grading and the way that they broke down their grading systems. Whereas I, you know, kind of, I guess, only felt productive when I did them at the last minute. Like it was stressful, but that's kind of, you know, how, how I worked. Um, or again, just getting so much done in the mornings before I even got to work. Like that was kind of a high for me that I could say, this is what I did. And you like just woke up and it's a lot, it's a lot to put on your shoulders, no matter what your Enneagram is, no matter what your expectation is. I'm pretty sure the Enneagram ones are like the true, um, like perfectionists and the list makers. And like, you have to get every single thing right before you move on to the next. Right. And that's limiting, right? All of the ways that I'm describing, and I, I'm not as familiar with the other Enneagrams, but whatever you are attributing to your self-worth, if it's again, this need to just do as much as you can on your own without asking for help, the accolades, making sure you never mess up, being like all hands in on as many different projects as you can. At some point, it's going to be limiting because you're attributing your success, you're attributing this high that you get to something that I don't want to say it doesn't matter, right? Because the accolades, the rising of the ranks, the doing things with like intention and meticulousness and, you know, trying your hand at all these different things. There is something to be said for that, for the beauty in each of those lessons and behaviors and mindsets. But if you really kind of boil it down, what is it preventing you from doing? What is it attaching your attaching you to that you feel like if you don't uphold that standard, you can't break free from? Right? I've been beating myself up for months, months over the fact that I have not been getting up and I haven't been working out and I haven't had this super meticulous, super planned out um, morning routine that I've had in the past, right? Like it's in some ways just been off, non-existent since Ryan and I moved in together. And the question I have been asking myself is, you know, am I being complacent, right? Am I not having a morning routine and abiding by this like checklist in my head Um, because I'm just like fine with coasting? Am I avoiding a morning routine because I'm so comfortable with Ryan. I don't feel the need to kind of like push myself in that regard. And the, 
the answers to both those questions could still be yes, right? It could still be true. But when my therapist said, like, I really want you to examine your self-worth as it is tied to productivity, there was a visceral reaction. It was a full body reaction. And it is something, again, that I said at the beginning, I have to sit with. And I have to really get down into the heart of it as to like why I'm so fixated on the fact that I haven't been doing a morning routine. But on the flip side, this morning, I mean, it did snooze my alarm, but I got up at like 5.15 and I worked out and it felt good. And I'm in the mindset of like, I'm craving it for tomorrow. And I know I'm going to be tired tomorrow, right? Because as I'm adjusting to getting up early again, but I'm okay with that. And so I now have to wonder if this question has taken off some of the pressure of like why I so desperately want to be having a morning routine um, or if it's just unlocked a part of my brain and my emotional state that I have to find an answer to. And so if I do the thing that I've been avoiding, if I do the thing that she's questioning me on, maybe I'll have some clearer answers. And I wonder if that will be the same for you. Because I feel like if you get down to it, if you sit in it, if you will really allow yourself to think about your self-worth, you will have a gut reaction and something will pop into your mind. And I hope that for you, it is something that is lighting yourself up, right? Lighting yourself on fire. That you are just so, that sounded so weird, that you are just so happy that your self-worth is attributed to self-love, self-care, personal growth, like whatever, whatever it might possibly be. And if it's not, if you are chasing something like I've been chasing, this idea of productivity, I hope you Put yourself in a position to explore it, to reflect on it, and to figure out why. Like, what is the motivating factor behind it? It's not going to be easy. It's going to be hard, and it's going to require you to, again, dig deep. But think of the possibilities. Think about what opens for you. What doors open, what windows open, whatever, you know, passageway you want to use. Think about what could possibly open for you if you attribute, you identify what is equating your self-worth. Like so fired up about this. And I want you to know that as always, you're not alone, right? It's so difficult to ask ourselves the tough questions. It's so difficult and unnerving to sit in it and reflect and try to figure out like what is going on and why we are the way that we are and how we process things and the behaviors that we exhibit. But when we allow ourselves to sit, when we allow ourselves to reflect, the answers that we find are so 
so much more fulfilling than we even, I think, give ourselves credit for, right? We oft, we just allow the fear to squash any possibilities of fulfillment. And we're not going to do that because we want more. We deserve more. And hell, we're going to get more. So sit with this. What are you attributing to your self-worth? Is it something that we can just feed and enjoy and sink into? Or do you have to be like me and do you have to like step back and figure out like what's really what's really going on and where did this need for productivity or, you know, insert blank, at what point did that equate self-worth? It's so good. Okay. I hope you have a fantastic day. I am so grateful that you are here. I can't wait to hear your revelations, your reflections. Hit me up on Instagram, sign into the DMs at meredith.coviello. Let me know what's coming up for you. And girl, just know that I'm here for you. I love you. I support you. And I'm so thankful that you are here. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for being here today. It warms my heart knowing that I get to connect with you and that we are on this journey together. So if today's episode resonated with you, I would absolutely love it if you could leave a review because that will make sure that everyone else on this platform gets access to Sweat and Reflect. Or if you would at the very least share it on social media to help me get the word out that you are not alone in this world. I'm so grateful for you. Thank you for being here and I will see you soon.